Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, Wrestling Daily Podcast listeners. How y'all doing today? This is uh, Chopper P. Quinnell from WrestleTalk here, and just wanted to let you guys know that this episode of Wrestling Daily was broadcast before the news came out of Daniel Bryan's actual WWE contract status. It was reported by Sean Ross Sapp on Fightful Select this morning, UK time, in that Daniel Bryan's WWE contract has actually legitimately expired, uh, so they won't be talking about it in this episode because that news hadn't come out yet, but they do speculate on the topic. Anyway... Hope you still enjoy. Hello and good evening. Welcome to Alex McCarthy's Wrestling Daily right here on the Wrestling Daily YouTube channel as part of Wrestle Talk's umbrella. Thank you for joining us. It's Tuesday. It's the first show of the week. And that means it's phone-in day with the Wonder Kid, Louis Dangor. How are you, my man? Really good, mate. Really, really good. Um, told you before, started a bit of a diet, so that's going well. I've lost like five pounds in like two, three days, mm. which is ridiculous. Um, up in my water intake. I've actually cooking for myself. My mum hasn't cooked me anything in like three days. I'm not feeling very loved at the moment. Um, but yeah, otherwise, uh, good. Raw was last night, and you know what? Wasn't bad. Wasn't as bad as previous weeks. Even Marie's back, and we'll get on to talking about it. I'm quite excited. Quite excited to see what she can do. I've got to be honest, I'm not that negative. Um, yeah, otherwise, okay. Smack- SmackDown last night was also, uh, SmackDown last week also, sit off the high that I know you you were doing your social media blackout as part of TalkSport. Uh, so I know you haven't really had the chance to talk about it. So I thought we could speak about that for a bit because, damn, that main event. Wow. And I mean, we're going to be speaking about Roman uh, Daniel Bryan anyway. But I, I, SmackDown was just so good, like so so good. It does make me question how I don't know. I just said Raw wasn't that bad. How the same people can be running both shows? To me, it's crazy. But mm. but here we are. Um, yeah, I guess a bit of news for me just to answer some stuff in the the chat. Uh, WrestleScope did ask if my radio show, why can't I find the goddamn comment now, um, was on yesterday on TalkSport. It was on. It was on. Um, at 7 to 9, usual time, we had Sammy Guevara. We had Rampage Brown. Um, Jeff Jarrett. So it was a good, it's a loaded show. Um, it just, as part of the social media blackout that Louis mentioned, I obviously didn't actively promote it, nor did the station. So you have to go out of your way to find it. 
But uh, otherwise, you will be able to get the podcast version, which will, of course, drop tomorrow. So all we, should, we should probably explain for those that are because the majority of our majority of our audience is American. Um, the social media blackout, what it basically I would be explaining if you would let me finish what I'm talking about. You weren't explaining. Why do you always do this? Go on, go on, talk. Flipping talk. Get, get back in your box, Louis Dangor. You had your chance. All right. Listen, uh, the social media blackout, as I explained on last Friday's episode, of course, was was Talksport was joining in with a lot of the Premier League clubs, so football over here in the UK, that had decided to boycott social media in an attempt to take a stand against online abuse, um, be it racism or any other kind of forms of you know, bullying and, and just general abuse. So um, TalkSport obviously joined in with the larger football community, myself being a TalkSport um, presenter and employee. Uh, I, I felt compelled to do the same thing and was encouraged to do so, so I did. Um, it was weird. Right. Like, you know, I'm watching wrestling and I'm not tweeting what I'm thinking about it. Or, you know, even I heard the NXT UK Ireland was cancelled. I was like, oh, I can't even tweet. Can't even tweet that out. Um, there was just a lot of. Yeah, it was very strange, but it was really good, too, um, because my daughter's birthday was Sunday. So I really enjoyed having that with her. That was awesome. I also found out today that I'm going to be on a wrestling show. Oh, I'm gonna know re- well. I'm gonna record it next week, and I think it's gonna air in the summer. So I'm well, not gonna give you wrestling show. I'm not gonna give it... anything more away than that. Um, at right now, but I am recording something next week, and it's on my birthday. Funnily enough, the recording is not the show. Um, when is your birthday? May twelfth next week. I didn't know that. There you have it, 33 next uh, when, Wednesday, I think. So, um, yeah, uh, it's cool. I'm excited about that. I really enjoy doing what I've done lately, and like even the little bits, like the press conference bits for like NXT, uh, Impact. And I know NXT UK had like a small clip of me, which Louis is sour about. How did they leave you out, Lou? I interviewed them as well, and they, they just didn't include me. What's the deal? I'm not friends with the. I'm not friends with the powers that be. Clearly, you clearly didn't put a good word in for me. Hey, um, hey you're man, you're like, oh, let's, let's sort it out. But no, cool. um, played your own trail, brother. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, it was, it was cool when uh, uh, when Gary sent that, and it was you and him, and I was like, all right. I, I know Ash Rose was there as well. There was a couple of other people. I was kind of just like. Me too. I, uh, yeah. I spoke to them. I was there. Um, <laughs> Scott Young asked, did I delete the apps from my phone? No, I didn't. Um, I still liked some stuff. And if people DM'd me, I got back to them. I just didn't publicly post anything. Um, you know. Did you didn't... go to tweet at any point? Yeah, I went to reply to a couple of things, one of which you will know. And, um, oh, and, yeah. and then I had to remind myself, like, oh, yeah, hang on a minute. So, like, one guy, and I know he watches this show, well, he did. I've blocked him now. Um, so if he still does, incredible. But anyway, uh, he just flat out lied and said that mm. I'd made a report that I think it was Carmella and who was the other Amir one? Yim. Amir Yim. That's right. Yeah. Those two. Because, because I knew you were doing the blackout. So I responded being like, hey, listen, he hasn't reported that. And Mia Yim liked it. Yeah. She knows. Mia so knows. She- so she was obviously kind of like, listen, this hasn't happened. I can't be bothered to publicly deny it. 
Um, so I was just like, listen, he's not said this. Stop lying. But it was, the, the worst thing about that was, was that he tagged them. And then I was like, if I like it or comment, because they might not see it otherwise, right? They don't because you know when you when you have as many followers as they do, you're not, not going to see everything. So I was kind of thinking like, oh, I just hope they just don't see that and have to even think. Did he say that? It's annoying. It's very annoying. Uh, but he, but it's just a malicious thing to like try and harm my reputation. So I was like, but did you did you say anything of the no? Sort? Come on, Louis. Literally, I haven't no, even mentioned I, I know, either of them. But I'm just trying to think. I, I, I was like, did you make no, a no. report? I'll tell you what them? happened. Did you say I'll anything? You, I'll tell you what happened. Was um, this guy? I used to be polite enough to inbox him, but several times he's like, you know, he tries to like put words in your mouth a lot, right? So he'll be like, I can't, you know, do you not think? Uh, you know, one of his most recent things was Dave Meltzer didn't give Sasha and Bianca five stars, so he's racist. I was like, well, he's not. I mean, he well. I mean, he might be, but not on the basis of that. Like, come on now. Um, it was just, he, he, he's one of those. He's a very, like, antagonistic tweeter. And I was getting fed up of him anyway. And then he did that. So I inboxed him it. And I said, take this down right now, obviously. Uh, and he goes, oh, I was meant to put Meltzer. I was like, well, he didn't say that either. So, like, just don't lie. Um, just, just ridiculousness. So, anyway, uh, only the fifth person I've ever blocked. Fifth. It's very yeah. Do you honestly? You have to really go out of your way to get blocked by me. You really do. We've given him too much airtime already. <laughs> but it's funny how uh, the 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 blackout. I thought, man, I really wish I could tweet right now. Anyway, um, I don't think token things like this are going to change the social media landscape. But I do hope that it leads to. And I've said this before. I said this on my show this week. I do hope it leads to social media companies being more responsible where you have to link an account to, I don't know if it would be a passport or how viable that is or some kind of social number, whatever, right? Some kind of identification where you can't, you, 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 you can't just send in. Right. You have to be, me. you have to be held accountable. If you say something, people can directly trace it back because if there was ramifications for what you said, much like real life, People wouldn't be so inclined, right? You should really, you should talk to people the way you would do in real life. Anyway, before um, we get into the phone-in aspect of this, which will be at 20 past with a link, 25 past will get rolling. Remember, if you do want Ultra Chats uh, in the event that you don't get on the phone-in, because we will look to wind it down sooner tonight or if you just yeah. want your stuff read out wrestletalk.com forward slash wrestling daily is where you get your ultra chats in you remind to do that thumbs up subscribe all of that good stuff for the youtube channel and with that louis let's get into our titular news because daniel bryan told me months ago that his contract was winding down and i think a lot of people just put two and two together and went, oh, well, he signed his last contract in september time so his contract is probably up in september but it isn't I mean, that's it. Oh, hang on. We don't know it isn't, in fairness. He says it isn't. No, he has just said TV. See, he told TV line, it's funny that people gravitate towards the date September. I think it's because that's where my last contract. Oh, he did say that. Ignore yeah. me. <laughs> Come on, man. Ignore me. Uh, but it doesn't end in September. Uh, he was tight lipped, in fairness, about when his contract is up. Uh, this obviously comes after. He lost to Roman Reigns on SmackDown in that fantastic main event match with it being he was banished from SmackDown uh, if he lost. Um, so 
Uh, he also said, I'm still trying to figure out what it looks like. I had a tag team match on SmackDown last Friday and it was a lot of fun, but my neck was just wrecked. I'm going to be 40 in May. My daughter likes to get on my shoulders and pick up leaves from a Japanese maple in the front of our house. <laughs> and he couldn't do it this time due to the pain. You get to the point where it's like, how long can I keep doing this full time and still be able to do things with my daughter? What's the right balance between part time and that sort of thing? It may be it's just every once in a while when the urge strikes or maybe like a schedule where it's eight months off these months off. So, yeah, he didn't ex- explicitly say I would be shocked if we see Brian on TV for the for, like for the next couple of months at least. I think the way they wrote him off with the concerto, it also makes sense to just keep him off TV for a while as well. I said this originally. I thought it was wishful thinking that he was just going to go to NXT and have all these dream matches we'd love him to have. Don't get me wrong. I'm on. I'm on that team. Whoever, whoever's you know, front and center of that team, I'm with you. I just didn't think it was realistic, knowing that his contract is running down, the way he's been written off. I think it is just to write him off, and then he's going to decide what he's going to do with his future. I don't know this, but just from what I've picked up from talking to Daniel Bryan. I honestly think he's going to take another kind of sabbatical. He's going to, he he's not going to, he's not going to sign on. He's just going to kind of let it lapse the same way Brock Lesnar has, and he'll decide his future moving forward. I don't think he's wrestled his last match in WWE, not at all. I do think he'll be back, but I just don't. I wouldn't expect him to return full time. Certainly now, if ever, I think he's going to adjust. He's obviously got ambitions outside of WWE as well. It might be like a Chris Jericho situation where he gets a taste for something else and then who knows how that can end because we've seen where Jericho is or he may want he may well want to come back you know he also did say to me not long ago that um his wife would likely make a return next year it's part of a tag team the bellas they they find that intriguing so while the ties are still strong to WWE I wouldn't rule anything out but if I had to and this is a Louis Dangle gimmick if I had to lay some money uh, Dangle style I would say he's going to let the contract lapse and he's going to spend time with his kids while he can for the next couple of years and and he'll make a call from there. So I agree and disagree. I think he's done full-time, 100%. Like, not 100% because you're going to be 100%. But from what he's saying in interviews, I don't think he's pulling a leg. I just genuinely think he wants to be a dad and he wants to spend more time with his kids. I I think he's done full-time. However, I don't think WWE will let his contract lapse. Knowing... It's not like a Brock Lesnar thing where I think Vince is pretty confident that Brock won't go to AEW. I think Vince is pretty confident of that. With Brian, there's always that chance. So I think WWE will basically offer him a Edge-type deal, a Brock Lesnar-type deal even, where he is able to work those part-time dates, but he is signed to WWE because I just cannot foresee a world where Daniel Bryan is a free agent and AEW doesn't do everything in their power to make sure they sign him. And I think WWE knows that and Vince knows that. So I think I would be shocked if WWE let his contract expire and let him become a free agent. I think it is far more likely he signs just a part-time deal. Not not a Legends deal, but a, a part-time deal with significantly reduced dates. I don't necessarily think he's done full-time. I think he's done full-time for the foreseeable future. That's what I was saying. He, yes. he, he made a big point about how his children are young and you can never get this time back, right? His eldest, Birdie, I believe, is just going into school. And his youngest, I think, is, what, seven months now. So I could see him for the next few years balancing, like just him doing what he wants to do 
um, you know, the dream matches he has in his mind, wherever it may be, but also playing full-time dad. Um, I, I think I think Brian has has got the the Jacobs to let his contract lapse. I really do. You say Vince won't let him. He could do whatever he wants. Yeah, but they get to a point where someone offers you something. But I won't let him. He's he not going to hold him Brian, hostage at the Thunderdome. Brian, Brian doesn't need cash like he's made that you clear say as well. that. you you say that you say that but when sometimes Listen, I'm not some, saying so, someone just offers you some yeah someone offers you something that is just too good to turn down you think okay no. fair enough i don't see that where daniel bryan just sits there and he goes well at least the money's good i don't see it you gotta remember this is another thing where daniel bryan is still in his prime he only turns 40 at the end of this month right this is this isn't like the big show uh, or, or whoever moving over to AEW. If Daniel Bryan was to like make the jump, and I don't know if he would, but he might turn up and have a couple of matches. Again, this is this is such wild speculation. But I'm just but, saying, if he was to do that, that would be much more significant than any other move we've seen thus far. To Which me, is why it won't happen. Well, you say that. You say that. I think you're being presumptuous. Daniel Bryan, I, 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 Daniel Bryan has much more control over his destiny than most people. A hundred percent. But money talks. Money does talk. Regardless, he can, he, he Daniel, can make great money anywhere. He could make great money anywhere. But I think WWE will make him an offer he cannot say no to. I think there is almost no chance that Vincent Mann, obviously, and we'll never know this, he will just sit, sit sort of none the wise and be like, okay, yeah. Let his contract expire if he wants to do that. He will put up a fight to make well, sure that Daniel that. Bryan has no chance of wrestling for AEW. And why because haven't they sorted his contract out yet? If if he's that dead set on it, why hasn't he sorted it out yet? You you say all this. Do you know how often they let contracts get this close? A lot. Yes, agreed, agreed. But it never gets to the point where, like, apart from Brock, who this happened. <laughs> yes, it time, does. CM Punk was another big example. No, it's, no, it's no. Line, no, but, but, true. but yes, but Brian, no, Moxley. no, Moxley, no, but, but Moxie made clear he wanted to leave. But again, they did like they tried, right? But you said, oh, you know, again, Moxley had his own creative ambitions. This is the point I'm making. Big difference. To you. Big Daniel difference. Bryan, Dan, what makes you think Daniel Bryan doesn't want to leave? Moxley, you is don't very- know that. No, no, no. He no. Said, Moxley, everything that Daniel Mox- Bryan is saying in interviews indicates yeah. that his he is not his, his heart and soul isn't in WWE at the moment. Hang on, hang on, hang on. But he has made it clear he wants to wrestle for other companies with WWE's permission. That's always been sure. the presider. He doesn't want to go to CMLL on his own, for example. He wants to do it where WWE allows him to do it. I'm saying that could be something part of discussions. But uh, I don't see that. So, 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 so with the Moxley thing, for example, Moxley made it clear, listen, I am done with WWE. I'm not interested with WWE anymore. I am mentally checked out. I don't think Brian is mentally checked out of WWE. I think he's mentally checked out of wrestling every single week right now, which mm. if he signed for AW, he'd be doing the same thing. So I think if WWE offers him the right things, the not things he wants, Listen, it's going to be very interesting. It's going to be very, very interesting nonetheless. But I think we're both in agreement. I honestly don't know. Like, I honestly couldn't... I can't tell you what Vince is thinking or going to offer, you know, what the landscape is in any kind of way. All all I'm saying is, from Daniel Bryan's perspective, from the interview I did with him and everyone I've read since, 
right? He, this is not a man who's sitting there going, well, you know, I'm going to make him sweat and they'll offer me more money. This is a man who obviously has got his mind on, on other things like outside of WWE, frankly. Right? I, and, I, and, I'm not, and I'm not talking about other wrestling promotions either. I'm talking about his family. I'm talking about he wants to do other things than wrestle full-time in WWE. That's it. No, I agree. I 100% agree with you. I'm not saying WWE is going to make him an offer to stay on full time. I think they're just going to make him an offer that allows him to do the part time stuff that maybe even allows him to wrestle for the occasional other promotion. Oh, I don't know. But, but, but they will make him an offer to ensure that he cannot wrestle for US promotions like um, AEW. I think that's that's where my head's at. I just can't see WWE. Listen, I know, I know, I know. He's, he, they're going to offer him a contract that gives him what he wants, but that, that is so good that he can't refuse, in my view. Listen, it's going to be a very, very, very interesting next couple of months. That's in, in, in fairness, right, Brian could th – this is like the most power Brian will ever have. Right, because he because the contract is winding down, he could walk away. He could go back to WWE in a year, and he'd still get great money. Right, like in his in his mind, I just wonder what he's weighing up, and we can't honestly know that, other than the fact of the stuff he said very publicly about his family, about his desire to have these dream matches. How does that factor in to what WWE can offer? Time's only going to tell, but man, it's it's going to be fascinating to watch it play out, and it's it's going to be happening over the next couple of few months, a uh, couple of few, couple of months. So very very interesting. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. A reminder is upon us. You want to ensure that your question is read out on screen. You can get your ultra chat here. But also, guys, the, it's going to be going in the chat imminently to get in on the phone in tonight there it is 
Um, you want to have your sound, Daniel Bryan? I know there's a couple of guys in the chats talking about it. Feel free. Um, whatever you want to talk about, Daniel Bryan, Eva Marie, I don't know. Whatever you want to talk, we can do it. And we're going to get it cracking in five minutes. So get involved now. Get lined up. Louis, man, talk to us about Eva Marie's return. Um, okay, let's do it. Uh, perfectly fine. People I would say, say when, I, when I say talk to us about it, I mean, like, I, I've actually quite enjoyed some of the points you've made on Twitter. So please elaborate on them for the viewers. Okay. Here. So for those that haven't seen, she returned in a vignette um, this week on Raw. Cool. Um, she has been reportedly set to join since October. Cultaholic were the first to report this in October. So this has been in the works for a while. A they said while. imminent, if I recall right. They um, did, they did, but they uh, were in, right, fairness, though, in but... fairness, Fightful was reporting she was backstage at shows in December. So, and listen, She's obviously it's, been it's, around. the chances of you reporting someone's returning imminently, and then, but like, I reckon she was set to return imminently, but things have just got delayed. So, yeah, my, my, my thoughts I've seen people on social media actually be disgusting regarding Eva Marie, I'm trying to make out like this whole Peyton Royce, Billy Kay, Mickey James, Chelsea Green firing, like almost like she had either herself decided I'm going to fire these people or she said, or WWE made the decision to bring Eva Marie in, but because they fired those people or they would only bring her in if they fired people. That isn't the case. So people need to get off Eva Marie's back with this whole, you can you you can have what you can say what you want about a first run or whatever, but don't make out like she was the one responsible for these releases or the two situations are linked at all because they're not. So I understand Peyton Royce, Billy Kay, yes, tremendously talented women, but is WWE now no longer allowed to sign any woman because they're starting, uh, they're they, starting a podcast, by the way. I don't know if you saw this. Iconic. I haven't, but that's pretty good. I will listen to that. Hmm. Um, but the. I for me like I, it's been this whole like oh Eva Marie's fault it's not her fault it's not her fault at all just let her do her thing like I was enjoying her run in SmackDown before she got released with like the whole I'm like not going to wrestle I'm going to get out of wrestling it was different it was fun it was unique and moving on from that you've also got have to think about who Eva Marie is she is a brand in herself. If you look at so WWE wants more numbers, more numbers on their shows, more numbers or whatever. The person, if it's Peyton Royce or Eva Marie, who's got a bigger reach, it's Eva Marie. I'm not saying the two are linked, but for some people, have been like, why would you bring in Eva Marie? That's a perfectly good reason why. She has got a big social following. She has got a big reach outside of wrestling. I think she's a great signing. It's different. It's unique. Listen. I, I heard Luke say this on the podcast, and I love it. Eva Marie should come in with, like, the anti-women's revolution gimmick. Being like, no, 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 things are better when we are divas. Like, come out with the divas championship. Wow. Being like, no, no, no th th this is what I want to do. I think that would be quite a cool gimmick, something new. But I, d I don't think in the slightest that... How do I word this? I don't think in the slightest that Eva Marie and fans should be critiquing Eva Marie or judging her before she's even had the chance to step foot in the ring. She could be 
a fantastic, like she could have improved fantastically. We don't know. We haven't seen her wrestle in five years. So just give her the chance. Well, I know she's worked with Brian Kendrick and that's obviously a very good person to be training with for an in-ring return. One has to imagine, right? And I know she was very open about wanting to get back to WWE for a long time. Like she's going to have put in the work to do so. That's what I'm saying. You know, if someone like Lana can drastically improve and she has, then I don't see why we can't give Eva Marie a chance as well. She is like a heat-seeking missile. Let, let you know, let that play out on TV. She could be a great addition to somebody's character on the show. Um, I'm not saying she's going to put on clinics, but she might surprise us too. I just, I mean, I don't know if I really want to see that Divas Belt idea, but I, I, I know what you're getting at, um, and, and I do think, I mean, it's silly to link the two. As we've already noted, she, the, her return's been in the works long before the releases happen. You could go back and do that forever. This person left, so this person could be brought in. That's not how it works, guys. Pe- um, people are making it out as if WWE has gone, oh, Eva Marie's coming in. we got to release Mickey James, Peyton Royce, Dilly Kay. I, I, get, I get what they're saying, though, like in the sense of why would you let go of the Iconics as talented as they are when you've got Eva Marie? And I know the argument that you've made. So I think most people are approaching it from that aspect. Well, hang on a minute. You're letting go of very viable talent here. Last time we saw Eve Marie, she was uncomfortable at best. At best. Hang on. In, in, in fairness, the last time we saw her, she wasn't wrestling because they were doing that gimmick with like. And that's what I'm saying. Wrestling. Even so, on screen, I remember the slap she gave Jerry the King Lawler. That was a terrible segment. Hang on, that was 2013. In fairness, the last time we saw her, Lou. This is no, not years no, ago. No, no, no. We saw her 20. Like she, she was with the company. She had a run at NXT. Like in that time. Where she was actually fairly like after that run, like she was on the main roster, called up far too soon. We basically was brought in because of Total Divas, and then she went back to NXT. Actually, looked fairly good. I'm not having it. Brought... I'm not having it that you're making out. She's like, are you saying she's on the skill level of the Iconics? Is that what you're saying? Right? Oh no, that... no, 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 right. No, no, no. But th- that's the argument not I'm making. Job. Last time she was there, I, to me, I, I I didn't see anything that would say to me that her stock was higher than you know that or obviously Mickey James is even a different ballpark because she's a legend. But what I'm saying is to me she looked uncomfortable in kind of all, all assets. I'm all Agreed. for I'm all for her coming back, all for it. I don't see why not. I don't know what that's linked to anyone else's demise, departure, whatever. Even Marie to me, obviously amazing superstar look. Um, if she can work as well with that, absolutely. Why the hell not? I say so. Anyway, with that, Lou. So I, I would just say very, very quickly. Go on. Go on. Yes, skill level. They're they're not comparable. But again, you look at social numbers. Even Marie's nearly got double the followers. So she is bringing something. Different. I'm not going to entertain that argument. Hang on, hang on, hang on. You 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 laugh and you joke. The amount of people I know that don't watch wrestling. Like girls my age, you don't watch wrestling, but we'll say, Oh, those Bella twins. No, I know, I know it's a so, very viable thing. So, and I think Eva Marie will have not to the same degree, but we'll have some of that similar feel about her. Where people that don't watch wrestling might go, Oh, no, I remember Eva Marie from her clothing brand, her, her stuff on Total Divas, even. I reckon she will come with a little bit of extra buzz around her where people will be willing to talk and listen we have gone around in circles but the point of my argument and what i've been saying on twitter since last night's raw is ww the, the, the two aren't linked the releases and eva marie are not linked at all so please i, I don't, don't see how that's even 
I don't see that as even a thing. I mean, I've seen some vile comments on on Twitter. I know, I know, it's it's it, you see vile comments about everything, but from the decisions I uh, from the tweets I was seeing, you would think that Vincent Mann was sat there with Eva Marie making these firings from what people were making out, which is just mind boggling to me. Hmm. Interesting. I, I say wish her the best of luck. I really do. Uh, I hope too. she. I mean, you say about the buzz. I mean, I, I do think it's a little bit of a reach, but at the same time. If she comes with it and she's really impressive in her debut, she could win people around really quickly. I mean, she could be a big star, without a doubt. She's got all the tools. Anyway, let's uh, get... Can I just say, before oh we word. do, before what? we do, um, we have been, we've noticed we've been rushing some calls towards the end because we want to make sure everyone has a chance to get on. But today we're going to be trying something a little bit new where we don't rush people. If we just unfortunately don't get to you we'll be making a note of the people we don't get to and bringing them on next week or in future episodes we just want to make sure that if we bring you on we're not rushing you we're not limiting you you're able just to say what you want and have an open discussion with us that's the fun part of the call-ins so if we don't get to you today obviously very sorry from us but uh we will make sure to get you back on a future episode i've got pen and paper beside me and i'll be making some notes yeah well i mean we endeavored to get through Obviously, there's many as we can, but uh, we don't want to, again, make it a pointless kind of rushed endeavour at the end. So with that, Louis, uh, why don't we get the layout sorted? Um, and I'll bring in the first caller, which I'm going to say is Nad. There hey, he is. Hey, man. How are you good? How are you doing? Very good. You? I'm good. I won't take too much of your time. But first off, you guys need to get on the same page. Quizlemania War Games is coming up soon. <laughs> and I don't feel the synergy. I don't feel it. No, Listen, see, th th this is why we're stop. good. Exactly. This is why we're good. When it comes to polar time, opposites, brother. polar opposites, but we just balance each other out. And let me oh. tell you something. We would be the tag team champions of Quizlemania <laughs> had Andy Datsun not Googled, right? That's the that's the bottom line. <laughs> he he did not know the smoking guns. He will never convince me he knew it was the smoking guns. And I, I'm gonna never forget it. But anyway, I hear you. What do you think of Raw last the night? Pride of Wrestling Daily is on the line. You know? It is. <laughs> it is. Uh, I haven't watched WWE in 12 years. Well, I only watch AEW now. But I follow, yeah, I follow your content Ooh. daily just to keep up. Are you, um, but, are you pumped for Blood and Guts then? I am so pumped for Blood and Guts, but I just wanted to come with a hot take. I think uh, Orange Cassidy has, I wouldn't say the best gimmick, but certainly the most tightly knit from his entrance to the way he carries himself to even his moveset. The only things I would change is that um, I would have more ragdoll selling. So that would em emphasize his comebacks a little bit more. And I wouldn't have him talk, not even one word answers, because I guess it's one word too many for Orange Cassidy. <laughs> I, yeah. I've been I've been critical of Orange Cassidy before. I didn't get it initially. I came around in the summer, but I think AEW was having him wrestle too much in the summer. I've just realised it's me and SP3 here. That's not yeah. who we are. It isn't at all. Here you, we go. You, I'll give you one job. Come on, brother. Um, I, I think that they had him wrestle a bit too much. They were overexposing him. He was wrestling like every couple of weeks. And I w did get a bit angry on Twitter last week when he beat Pentagon because I'm like, listen, there should be levels to this. And I just think sometimes they overexpose him and push him beyond his means, for me anyway. I understand he's a vastly popular character. And if we were sitting here with, like, COVID wasn't a thing and there were full crowds, 
he could be the biggest thing in wrestling. I think he has his gimmick has been hampered by that because of how over he is. But I, I think so, AW did a good job of getting him over, but I think some of that has dwindled a little bit if we look at how the Chris Jericho feud was to begin with. Like everyone was so hot on him and he came out looking great. And then since then it's been a bit mm, like it was very difficult though, right? Coming out of the Jericho thing, I felt because it was like, then what? You just beat like the former champ. It was like you either you either really have to go with him after that, or you're gonna get what we've got since then, where you just got it's a of- very difficult gimmick to book. It is so difficult because you have to be so careful with what you do with him. Like you can't have him do too much. You can't like have him win because then if he wins two matches against a former world champion, logic dictates he like gets a world championship match and you don't want to do that. So it is very difficult to book the gimmick. I will say that. Mm. Maybe you should have got a title match. I mean, uh, a year ago, nobody knew who he was, if I'm not mistaken. True. So I mean, I think a bit, a bit more well. than that, but like when he joined AW, you're right. Like, sure, people, like more, more people got to know him. I think he was quite yeah. like a famous independent, but yeah. I mean, I didn't really know who he was. Like, I, I knew who he was. And when I went, like, I saw him in AW, I'm like, oh, that's like the guy that was getting clipped on social media all the time of like him doing funny spots and me just thinking, oh, that's some guy. But now I know who he is. But yeah, you're right. Like, in terms of making him more recognizable, 100%, I agree. Thank you for your time, gentlemen. I won't take more of it. Thank you very much, Ned. I appreciate you. Uh, we're going to move on to the Zornice. I think this is the first time caller for us here. Hey, there she is. Hello. Hello. Um, be gentle. I'm not a native speaker, so if I'm messing up, it's 35 years since my last English lesson. So <laughs> English sounds perfect. I've got yeah. to be honest. Sure, it's better than what mine would be of your native language. I wouldn't worry. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure it's better than half the time I try and speak English. So go ahead. <laughs> oh, you're too kind. Um, well, I, I actually have a question. Um, everybody calls out WWE because of this 90 days non-compete clause. But as far as I know, people get paid for that time. So isn't it for the most people who have not a company ready to take them over or just a, co- a contract waiting for them? Isn't it a good thing for them? Yeah, I mean, it's obviously like a, a double-edged sword, right? Because some people with the momentum and they want to do stuff and like i know andrade has kind of set no. himself up about what he's going to be doing uh, and again he didn't have that so he obviously had the freedom to go right we're gonna yeah i'm gonna i want to go here i want to do this he's got the del rio thing happening for the others you're right i mean most of them particularly when they had the really busy road schedule would welcome 90 days paid chilling at home plotting their next move whatever talking to different companies um so i do think it's a bit of both but it's really to prevent i would assume the old days of like um lex luger turns up the next night and medusa and you know what i mean like they can't get that impact somewhere else whereas now they have to take their 90 days to kind of cool off in wwe's eyes but um you're right it's not the worst gig in the world having 90 Um days I have a question. In Germany, we have usually when you get your termination, you have a certain amount of time. You're still working. You're still getting paid. And so for us, it's quite common that people are still employed and paid. So is it in England uh, different or in Great Britain? You normally different? get like a severance package, don't you? So like if you're fired, it you get depends. it. Depends. It does. It does. But, but like, for example, you're mentioning with the people like the, those who were fired last year were probably yeah, extremely grateful. Because yeah. you can't work anywhere else at the moment yeah. with, with them with the pandemics. So they're thinking 90 days of pay. It's pretty good. 
And um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, but if I'm not mistaken, that's how like, they're not just sitting at home. WWE can call them back to work, which is why he Slater came in for that Raw episode because they're still contracted to the company, I believe. Just they basically let them know in 90 days, you will be out of a contract. It's mm. not like yeah. you've been fired now. It's that's the same in Germany. You get your termination and you know you have it depends on the contract. You might have two months or two months till the end of the quarter quarter. And uh, so you are paid, you're still working, and in, in Germany people still work. I know in in America you might have this this time off, but you sent home immediately. I have worked with people that were fired and came to work every day for, for weeks and it was well work termination is well it's a thing that happens and sometimes it's on an agreement uh yeah so i guess i guess that's like working your notice if you were to be the one that wanted to leave like it's a sort mm -hmm. of similar thing but roles reversed um in my general experience for the uk if you come to the you know you come to terms that you don't want to they don't want you to work there anymore or whatever like then that's typically that's it right you just go yeah. but if, you, if you're under a, it depends on what your contract's like though because then they would have to pay you off we're, not, we're, not, we're not getting into WWE contract tours because we'll be here for a long time. <laughs> no, no. I worked for a company. The um, business was a little bit slow. We had to let people go. And, well, they, we all know what was the cause. And, mm. um, well, the people who, who, who were unfortunately let go, um, they understood. And they were still, there was no bad blood. And some of them were hired back a year later. But it was it's what not like a million dollar company making a huge huge amount of money and still letting people go. It was a small company, really shitty business, and so <laughs> there was no pay yeah. for them. That's um, the thing. It's when it's budget cuts, but yeah, they're 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 recording these massive profits. It's difficult. I'm yeah, gonna run to the loo and let you guys talk very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Such a pro. Such a pro. Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe we should tell him that he wears long pants next time. <laughs> <laughs> what did we see? Um... Uh, not much, not much. A gray, um, gray button. <laughs> it's a great play-by-play. Zornis, -play. Uh, uh, what, what's, what's behind the name, by the way? Um, well, actually, it was a name of uh, an RPG ca character. It Ooh. was called Zorn. Also with also Isse, but then I wanted to register to uh, Gmail, and Zon was already taken. So like you know, Hornet is an in, in German word, Hornisse. So mm. we made up this word from it. It's just fun. My real name is Kirsten. Uh, nothing wrong with that. But since I'm my YouTube name is Zonisse, and I thought you might know me by that name from the pictures I did. I also. did. I recognized. Yes. Where, 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 I want more artwork. I want more of that stuff. <laughs> yeah, tell me what do you want. <laughs> oh, I, I did one time. I did a Louis with the Good Brothers, and the Good Brothers liked my picture. I was so proud. It was oh. actually F, it was FTR. It oh was yeah, FTR. okay, uh, of course. Um, I, I cannot have anyone besmirch the good name of the FTR. I also heard you lot were 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 checking out my ass as I was leaving. I mean, I didn't. <laughs> Um, I did. Mm. I'm allowed to. <laughs> <laughs> I was just getting the reports. You know what I mean? That was, that of was course. Beauty. No, of course. I, yeah, but I, I like doing artwork. So if you like something else, I'm happy to do. I think the only one from the Wrestle 
Wrestle Talk team I haven't done yet is um, no Tempest and no Tempest I did um, El Fakador I haven't done yet. Mm. I want to do him with the cat, but I haven't got a picture of the cat that is usable. But I will get soon... you a picture of the cat. I will get okay, you I'll... a picture of the cat. Okay, I'll then... do it. Oh, will... Maybe we need some artwork done for when we reach 15k and we get on Quizzlemania. We want that. We want the Wrestling Daily Quartet, the team. Yes. Can you I do that? So. Fab Fab Four for the Fab WrestleMania. Four, awesome. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. Zon, Every... Zon, it has been a wonderful pleasure to see you in the flesh finally after Thanks. all this time. Uh, please don't be a stranger. And yes, let's talk about that artwork moving forward, shall we? Yeah, of course. I would like let's to do, do that. It. Delightful. We'll move from one lady to another, Zornis. Carissa is waiting in the wings. And here she comes. Hi, guys. Carissa Lopez. Hey. Hi. How How are are you? you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Great. Very good. We haven't spoken to you. I know you you were one of our first callers. You came on, spoke about Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair, about how big that match was. I don't think you've come on since then. So... Talk to us. How was it seeing those two in the ring together at WrestleMania? Well, I was on a talk sport um, a few weeks ago, actually, and I spoke to Will. And Hall. I said that I almost cried because me, a fan watching at home, it's, it is a different like experience for me, but I think just me watching it live had me almost in tears because of you know how impactful those two women are within the industry of wrestling and most importantly being two people that I inspire like I aspire to be in the future I think they did such an amazing job even though it was bad booking on Smackdown which I I hated so much but I think with the bad booking but the main event wrestling I think topped it all for me I think it was like a five-star match yeah I couldn't agree more speaking of um main events I do believe you wanted to talk a little bit about Blood and Guts, right? I'm excited. I am excited. Because when I was watching Dynamite last week, the promos, Spears, NJF, um, well, Sammy, Santana, Ortiz, Chris Jericho, I think their promos and the build-up leading to this, I think, was amazing. And I love, you know, the back and forth between both factions. Like, you have um, Sammy Guevara talking about Sean Spears being a failure wherever he's been, whether it be on indie scene, WWE, which he didn't really mention, but it was there. We noticed Mm -hmm. it. I loved how, you know, just the back and forth between both factions. And I believe, like, this match will change the world of, like, let's say hardcore wrestling of the current era of what we see in, like, cage matches or anything similar to that. Yeah, I mean, from, I mean, I know uh, Louis has spoke to Sean Spears and I spoke to Sammy and everything that uh, Sammy told me was the violent, le- you know, the violence, the level of it is going to be 
intense. They've already got a lot of spots and a lot of stuff kind of worked out in their mind. Like, I'm almost scared for him, Lou. <laughs> like, it's gonna be, he, it's gonna be mad. In as many words, Spears told me, "Don't expect an NXT war games." In as many words, um, listen, it, my interview with him, he really sold how brutal this is going to be. I can't wait for it. I, 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 I honestly. I can't remember the last time I was just pumped for like a TV match. And a week ago, we saw Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns in like a, if Daniel Bryan loses, like that, I was hyped for that. So considering how big this is, honestly, I cannot wait to see what they do because there's so many avenues they can go down. With. Like Bearing in mind, everything that Spears said to me, I'm sure Sammy may have said it to you. And um, I know Cash and Dax told Alison McGeorge and... Um, who else said it? Jericho told Dave Meltzer, this isn't the end of, this isn't the end. This is like the beginning of the feud. So if this is the beginning, where the hell would you go next? Like, where do, where did you go from here? Straight honestly, up um, That's where you go. Honestly, uh, honestly, I, I, I don't know what's going to happen, but I can't wait. I absolutely can't wait. And so like what I've seen of Dynamite, like the past few weeks or the past year, um, I believe it's it's long form story, it's long term storytelling, and you can tell because there's hints, there's like little Easter eggs where you can see that you know MGF is going to form the faction, he's going to turn on Chris Jericho. We got it. Like I loved how you know they just put bits and pieces in there without us really realizing it until mm. we saw the final product of the pinnacle being formed. Yeah, and uh, do you remember that segment from, when was it, Double or Nothing last year, when Spears was, like, stripped to his pants? And everyone was like, oh, what are you doing with Spears, man? Like, he told me it was all, like, long-term to set up, like, his revival and turning in, like, joining the pinnacle and becoming more serious. So, as you say, it is that long-term storytelling of, like, and, months down the line. And Spears got the first W as part of the, when the pinnacle had their first match. Spears is the guy. Spears is the guy who got the finish. Um, so yeah, very interesting. Carissa, let me ask you, since it is first like chapter one of the war, who is gonna win? Is Pinnacle or is it inner circle? I'm going for the inner circle. I'm sorry. Ah! I love them so much. When they were heels, they were amazing. But now I'm glad to see what this is gonna be for for them because not I don't think a lot of them have been baby faces within their careers and seeing them now. In AEW, seeing how far they've become from the first ever Dynamite in DC to Blood and Guts, I think they're winning this because they've said it, you know, from time to time again, they're going to beat the pinnacle. That's it. It's mm. got to be pinnacle, though. Surely, surely. Uh, you their, first you, time, you their first time ever being a five-on-five team. And come on, the pinnacle. I know maybe me being biased, yes, I'm a big MJF mark. I'm a big FTR mark. But for me, it's got to be the pinnacle. Like, it's got to be. I don't know, man. Babyface Jericho is, like, red hot. He's dialed it up so quick. Like, the momentum has swung. So, ah, oh, I don't know. Anyway, uh, Carissa, great call as always, my friend. Thank you so much for stopping by. Thank you. I will see you, hopefully on TalkSport next week. I will see yeah. you there. Um and we will move from Carissa on to Scotty Young, I want to say. There he is. All right. I'm all right. How are you? Very good. You? I am fine. Just watching Man City PSG at the moment. So it's cracking with you. I'll get you more on screen than any others. Great fun. Is it, is it a one I've got to be honest. Uh, it's not one else. So have I. 
<laughs> Sell out. Foden is incredible. Oh, what that player. Oh, man, it just went close. Honestly, so, uh, uh, yeah. j- 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 before we segue into wrestling, I would take uh, to the Euros. I would take Foden. I would take. I would take Greenwood. I would take Saka. I would take Bellingham. We are Newcastle fans, so you take. take what are you talking? <laughs> aye, aye. Anyone at this point? John Joe Shelby. Right, uh, right. <laughs> Which who's the right back then? Who is the right back we take? Oh, you're such a dick. Uh, it is I'm, I'm, I'm Scottish, so I don't know. We're playing you. So. I, I know the whole reason. You this, is, this is a you debate, not me. But it is it's Trent. Trent. It is Trent. It's got to be Trent. Trent's a mess. Right back. I've got to be honest. I don't really care. <laughs> Someone in the private chat, Lewis, who will get on afterwards, I said Tarek Lamptey. Uh, do you know what? He's, he's, a, he's injured. He's injured, is he, no? Is he not injured? He is injured. He is injured. But I'd take right. him. I think, like, if he wasn't injured, I would take him. Tell you uh, what, enough of the football chat because I'm seeing the numbers dwindle massively for people who just don't <laughs> Hey care. now, James G. <laughs> hey now. He's got Say a point, Ma- to be fair. Say maximum popularity in. Come on now. Um, <laughs> anyway, moving along to wrestling. Uh, Scott, what do you want to say, man? Right, my point is I feel this hasn't really been touched on by anyone really, but I feel one of the main reasons why you've seen the ratings drop is that the cost of watching wrestling has gone up quite... I'm talking about I mean, UK, ET Sport, it's like, for me, it's like 40 quid a month, plus the network's 10 quid, and then it's, you want to watch it, Dynamite's 15 quid, so that's 65 quid every month. I don't have a job. That's basically student... Basically, a quarter of my student loans paid on watching wrestling, for example, and I feel a lot of people are in my position, even AW get a pay-per-view, it's an extra 20 quid, 85 quid every four months to watch I get what you mean. all the rest you want to. It's, it, yes, like, I agree with what you're saying, Like it is a lot, BT Sport is a lot, but in yeah. fairness, it's better than 50 quid, like not, for, the network I think is fantastic value, like absolute yeah. fantastic value, considering what pay-per-views cost and the archive content you get, I get the network, but I think this is a wider than wrestling issue. Like, I know there's a debate going on in football right now with like, oh, like with, coming off the Super League with the power to the fans about just how expensive BT Sport is. So I, yeah. I think it's like, like as you say, the weekly shows are quite expensive, but the pay per views they're actually I know 120 quid a year is a lot, but it's yeah. not that bad considering the. I think I get more than 120 quid worth. I I I but what I was kind of coming on to was they thought they talk about they want to increase younger demographic they want to get younger demographics watching wrestling maybe improve the product that's probably first but second one is make it affordable for young people like they make so much money they probably get so much money set in WWE at the moment they could easily when the Fox and US network deals up I well, don't know when but we could yeah, take yeah, take yeah, ones yeah. and put them live on the network and then you'll get more younger viewers watching your shows and that's what you want yeah, in but, fairness but why would they you're like fairness, listen they, 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 they finish your matches on YouTube like YouTube you can watch everything on YouTube and get a pretty good feel for the show I feel like, more comfortable really. giving my money to BT Sport for it than I did Sky because BT yeah. Sport are, are exponentially better with their WWE coverage than Sky were. But mm-hmm. um, I mean, in terms of WWE doing like, you know, you know, the notion of what you just said, let's just put it all on the network. I mean, yeah. they wouldn't be able to pay their talent as much as they do. They'd lose the the, the mm-hmm. TV deals with Fox and 
um, USA, and it just I don't know how viable that would be for them from a business standpoint. You got to remember that they made record profits in COVID with no live gates, and well, for nine months, no live gates. And that's about merch. And they still got record profits. And largely, that's because of the TV deals. So make no mm. mistake about it. If it's a man sitting there saying, hmm, I really would love more young people to watch my show. But hey, how about these TV deals? I can tell you which one he's looking at. More. Yeah. Um, so yeah obviously, Vince, we've seen over the past few weeks, Vince only cares about money. We've seen that yeah. with the release of the talent. And he cares about how his profits look compared to what they do if they're paying Mickey James, and also, Iconics, etc., etc. Once BT and Fox give him the money, I don't think Vince has a say or really gives a damn about what they charge us. Like that's kind of a different discussion. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, all that all they do is cash in on the TV deal, and I think the prices are then set from the distributor. Distributor, but uh, it's interesting though, man, because like you said, the business could do with a with a with a kick. But I don't know if you know viewing habits is such a weird phrase yeah well, i do i do think there's a lot to it people don't consume stuff the way they used to so yeah, I, i've stopped i've stopped watching raw i stayed up for raw after mania and got like i've now got ptsd at the thought of watching raw stay up till 4 a.m to watch raw after mania so never doing that you again you can watch everything you need to on youtube for free which is why yes i know viewing figures are down but with the way the world is now and I sound like such an old man when I say that. It was always gonna be because you can access, you can you can access those numbers like so. E you can access the content so easily for free on YouTube. Like the following day, I mean, if we just look very quickly, like for Raw, for example, the main event has got close to a million views on YouTube between Lashley and uh, McIntyre. Yeah, uh, I, I, I wonder. And again, like, it'd be great, wouldn't it, to know if how many of them watch the show and YouTube. Sure, look, look, I got to be honest; it wasn't a great match to the point where I watched the show and I'm going to go and watch it on 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 YouTube afterwards. So there's got to be a portion of people who go, you know, I'm not going to watch Raw. I'm working, or I just can't be bothered, and I'm going to catch up on YouTube. You'd also, assume, you'd assume the majority, wouldn't you? You know what I mean? There can't, be, there can't be that much crossover. Yeah, yeah, like like listen. So you and I both watch Raw. Out. Were you going to go out your way again? Jesus, I need to go and watch that clip on YouTube. No. no. I'd rather watch Stone Cold making a comeback in, like, 99. Yeah, yeah I, 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 watch, I watch old stuff on your show. Yeah. I don't watch last night's Raw or anything like that. But it right. is, it, I think viewing habits... And also, there are ways you can watch Raw that are not legal. Nefarious watch, means. Nefarious means. I don't do it. I don't condone it. I don't endorse it. Sorry, I do condone it. I don't endorse it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there are ways. To, there are ways to do it now that you don't have to go through BT or go through USA Network. Yeah. So I do think the way, like, whereas in the nineties when it was ten million people, that was the only way they could watch it. The only way That's they could watch it. it was by was by sitting on the USA Network. And like, I know you could record it, but it was a pain in the ass. You really had to watch it at eight. Yeah, VHS. Like, oh, I remember those eight. days. No, he you, you and I. No, he you doesn't. and I. Sorry, and you think Scotty does? I was towards the tail end of the. I was towards the tail end of VHS. I turned twenty one in three months, so I was towards the tail end of VHSs. Me so I can, I can kind of brief. I, I like obviously you know more about it. it was your prime. Was the <laughs> prime? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a very interesting conversation because I do find viewership habits so interesting. Like yeah, how how people consume content.
Uh, I want to get one more call in. So, Scotty, thank you very much, my man. No worries. Um, See you next time. week, probably. Uh, Lewis, yes, please. Uh, Louis Polito is going to be next. So, Louis, I want you to note down Injection 2K and Bubba as the two that will kick off the show next week. Louis, how are you, man? I've just noticed that we've uh, we, we haven't taken Bubba this week and he's wearing a wrestling daily t-shirt. I'm furious have, with myself. I'm ah. furious with myself. He'll have to wear it next week. He'll have yeah. to wear it next week. Luis, you're gonna have to have a good call right. now, man. We've ousted <laughs> a diehard. Yeah. Sorry about that, Bubba. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I wanted to ask you guys about the about Andale who basically decided to not make the internet explode after challenging after challenging Kenny Omega on Triple A. I was watching the show live, so when I saw that, I was like, "Oh God!" So yeah, I, I, I woke up to it. I woke up to the news. I think one one of our US editors sent the news in, and he was like, "Oh yeah, this has happened." And I was like. Kenny Omega versus Andrade. Even my brother, who just like he won't even watch WWE stuff apart from the pay per views. He'll just watch like YouTube stuff and whatever. He was even like, "Oh, that sounds pretty good." So like, yeah, I think it's so exciting that it, it's just like the dream match. It's just and it's the complete antithesis. Like, I can't even remember the last match Andrade had. Uh, probably against Angel Garza or something shit like that. And now he's facing. Hey, no, Hey now! I won't have that. <laughs> right. Andra- no, no, no. Angel Garza's not shit. I like Angel Garza a lot, and I like Andrade a lot, and they yeah. could have a great match. Okay. But name me one iconic Angel Garza and Andrade WWE match. You can't. Name me a, name me a bad one. You can't. Ah. But name, name, name me one that's just like formulate WWE nonsense. All of them. Formulate WWE. Andrade's last match was a loss to Angel Garza. In there you go. There you go. <laughs> Like, it was like See, about three minutes of which was. Yeah, you have to. I still, still, for what they're given, always entertaining, I think. In fairness, yeah. you're not wrong. But yes, yeah, so, so any other dream matches for Kenny? Any other dream uh, for Andrade? Sorry, we've obviously got Kenny coming up. I know there was a little bit of controversy with him facing or being booked to face Alberto Del Rio, who are obviously oh, a, a, bit, a bit controversial in that vein. So, probably less said about that, the better. But for you, Andrade versus who? If you could book sort of one dream match, what would it be? Well, he's already going to tag with Bruce with uh, Afghan Wrestling, so I wouldn't mind if we saw a little bit of King Governor's action there, whether that be against against Bruce, whether that be against Dragon Lee. Heck, even against Nightmare. Go ahead and do it. it I'm pretty sure it will be a lot of fun. I mean, Andrade is one of those where if you you think of a dream match, he would be here for like two hours to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. The guy can work. The guy can You're work. right. For me, it's Pentagon or Phoenix as well. Like, I just think those two. And I know everyone would just say, oh, it's because they're Mexican. But no, like, I think they've both, like, they've got just such natural charisma that it would just be great on all fronts. Um, yeah, but I mean, it, it's it's an exciting time for him, especially not having that 90-day non-compete. And I'm pleased he hasn't just gone, right, let me just wrestle for every promotion I can right now. Like, he's taking his time a bit. He's chilling. He's been on holiday with Charlotte, it seems, from social media, enjoying himself. And I think when he when he does sort of make his big wrestling debut for a big company, which is going to happen, it's going to be pretty exciting. But Al, for you, who do you want Andrade against? Oh, man. Um, you know, I'm a massive Andrade fan. Um, obviously, the Kenny match is great. But, you know, literally, as his tweet to Kenny the other day, 
suggest he could go to Japan and have a great run there, right? There's a ton of guys he could go and do great business with. He could stay in Mexico. I, I think to me, and I don't want him, to, I, I'd like to see him turn up in AEW, preferably with Tia Trinidad. But um, I don't want, now. Right. I, I just don't know if the plan. Like, I would want him to go there with some kind of... I don't want him to, like, then pick him up like they picked up Miro, who obviously was a great piece, but it's taken him a long time to factor in. Because they've got their storylines mapped out so well, it feels like Miro's had to wait for it to really be used. I feel like that is happening now. So, Andrade, if he was to come in, I don't want him to come in and then kind of, you know, just be part of the furniture for a few months and then get his bond. I would love him to come in in a big angle... With Omega would be great, right? Maybe that he does this match and it kind of brings him into AEW. I don't know. Yeah, I can see him getting integrated into AEW television with to feel like I can see Super Elite, especially now that he's apparently forming a stable in Triple A. That's mm. that's what it looks like with with Diamante Azul and Puma King and Saladon. That's what it looks like. So Puma King introduced the pro the promo for Andrade. So yeah. maybe they, they can do something with her with in AEW. I, I don't know. It could open the door. But anyway, Luis, thank you very much, my man. Uh, hopefully we will see you next week. Uh, take care of yourself. Uh, thank you, as always, my man. Louis, get us back to the original screen while our faces are distorted like this. Um, thank you to everyone who tuned in, man. And thank you to everyone who came in for the call-in. We appreciate you greatly. Uh, remember, Injection 2K and Bubba. Hold us to this, guys. Hold us to this. They will be top next week if they are first. I'm going to make a little shout out right now. I don't know if he's still in the chat. I saw Adam Pearson lurking here today, Louis. I want that man to be my special guest co-host this Friday. I would like Adam Pearson. I don't know if you're still lurking here. Does Adam. he know this? Does, does he, have you told him? No, no, no. I've just seen, I've just seen his name in the chat and he was been on my list anyway. And I thought, you know what? I'd love to call out, call a brother out and have him come in. So, uh, Adam, if you're watching this or watching back, or if I have to come and tweet you, guys, let him know. We would love to have you this Friday, my man, and we'll chop it up. Let's have a look. I'm, I'm, I'm having a look on the comments. I think he's gone. Adam Pearson's gone. Surely oh. he follows you on Twitter. Just slide into those DMs and make it happen. Uh, right, the rest of this week, then, you know it will be SP3 tomorrow. Steph Chase in the house on Thursday. And hopefully, Adam Pearson um, will be here on Friday. And then, of course, WrestleMania Backlash is not this Sunday. It's the one after. So we will have a special show on the Monday. That's when Louis Dangor comes in the house for the big hitters. Um, and I will have some interviews coming up and hopefully some more news about my goings on in the near future. Uh, until then, guys, thank you so much for your time tonight. I, I didn't even check the Ultra Chats. Do we have any? I, I didn't even check. Is that a no, Do Lou? We? I mean, I, I just absolutely. checked. Oh, there's one. There is one. Okay. Do you want to read it out? Go on, then. It's from our, our loyal listener, WrestleScope, who wasn't in the calls today. He was greatly missed, our friend John. Uh, hey, guys, the return of Eben Marie proves that the creepy old men are running the show. What Shane to get pushed down the card. Louis, mum stopped cooking for you and you forget to go to the bathroom before a show. Come on, man. Great call-ins, good eggs. I would like to say I have been drinking, like, increasing my water uptake. I'm like three litres a day. So I'm just peeing all the time. I pee before yeah. the show. I'll that's pee the after worst, the show. That's the worst part. 
It is the worst part by my about drinking a load of water is that you have to go to the toilet non-stop. Honestly, like normally like I'm quite good, I just hold it. But then I was like, I need the toilet. Um, but yes, enough about my toilet issues. The return of even really proves that creepy old men are running the show. I mean, for those that haven't seen, Jason I, I, Jordan. I get Jason what he's Jordan's saying. Apparently. I get what he's saying, by the way, because of um and I I'm not that I agree. I'm just saying that um the narrative that's out there is Laurenitis was like um one of the pins of the diva era and then of course they've brought a couple back so i mean I, uh, if we're I gonna be honest uh the laurenitis came back after um eva marie yeah. had reportedly resigned so don't think the two are linked yes i get i understand that the 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 narrative will be oh they think she's attractive let's get her back but i also think she has a lot of positives which she can bring uh, to to WWE, so I'm. I listen. I'm looking forward to it, and I will implore people. There we go. Adam Pearson's accepted. I will implore people just to give this a bit of time. Just give it a bit of time. Let's see what she can do before we judge. Let's see how WWE handles her before we immediately judge and say no. This is going to be crap. Let's just give it a bit of time and just see. I agree with Luigi, although I don't think I've ever seen him as passionately defensive of anyone ever. Anyway, uh, I will be back. Well, what are you implying? Uh, nothing. I'll be back tomorrow with SP3, 8pm, right here. Well, UK time. You know the rest of the other time zones. I will catch you then. Uh, thank you for taking the time to join us tonight for the phone-in. Take care. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.